Wrestling episode 403. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe Moses Marquez. We're coming off one of our biggest ever episodes last week. Not even just one of our biggest events, one of our biggest ever episodes overall. Uh, Promo Series 7 was a major success last week. Uh, yeah. Especially, I think it's our highest viewed Facebook episode this year. Um, did real good on YouTube. So, yeah, major success, success last week, despite the injustice suffered at the hands of the jury. Uh, the ass. of the event cannot be understated. So, thank you to everybody that was part of it. Thank you to everybody that watched. We're also coming off a great night at Survivor Series. Hopefully, some of you saw us live uh, on the stream. Oh, yeah, I was live on Twitch. That was fun. It was fun. We need to do it again. Absolutely. Just just me and Beer getting drunk while Phoenix has to drink Coke. The fact that he, he looks so mad the whole night, <laughs> I, it just you can just feel the tension. He, he volunteered to drive. I, you know what? That's I don't know what you want me to say. That's what you get for volunteering. Um, so... Uh, Against my best wishes, we will be hearing from the new world champion and the new television champion, Travis Walker-Anderson and Cypher, during the show. Um, following the epic uh, TV triathlon and the cinematic match last week. So before we begin, remember to like and sub on YouTube.com slash Max Wrestling and follow us on social media at Max Wrestling UK. Um, so headliner this week, I think we're going to have to go with... The swerve that I don't think anybody saw coming on Dynamite last night. Um, MJF proving that he is very much indeed the devil himself. Absolutely. Fuck. It's, everybody's in shock. Everybody was freaking out. And now the speculation wheel is a turning. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure everybody was in shock. Like, Regal took a bump. It may not have been a big bump, but... For a guy that's had a how many surgeries and a brain bleed, that was a bump. Oh yeah, plus like he's got a fucked up spine, good old fashioned, just fucked up everywhere, man. <laughs> and he's still tough guy. as fucking nails. You're telling me? I'm still not messing with that guy, brain no. bleed or not. Um, but yeah, so MJF, um, proving he is the ultimate villain, turning on what we thought was the ultimate villain, William Regal. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just after a week. Yeah, right. Not, I mean, in all reality, this is the first time they showed up in the same ring. And it didn't even last 15 minutes. No, I mean, imagine if he did show up last week, the the, the Dynamite after the pay-per-view. Yikes. I mean, um, I, I mean obviously, last week was to, uh, to have the confrontation with Regal and Mox, which was great. Mm. Um, and I think they had to do that, like, way before... Or, or the week before MJF turned on him, because of course it gained you a little bit. Of, it's gonna gain you a little bit of sympathy for Regal now after Brian pretty much talking marks down last week. Oh yeah. Um, and it seems the next big plan is Brian and MJF. Oh yeah, that's that looks like it for sure. Um, and then it depends on like where this whole thing goes. But I'm I every of course it's hard not to look at the bigger picture. Though we're not the bigger bigger picture, but the bigger question, the bigger elephant in the room. Is what is going on with Regal? Is he leaving? Is this just a thing? Um, you know, there was a lot of speculation. You know, there was Hunter willing to tweet out that, you know, I miss you. 
But at the same time, I was like, I just don't think like Hunter cares. It's like a social media thing. I don't think he, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think I, it was just a nice nod. Yeah, just a nice little nod. But I don't know. I mean, uh, the guy has a contract, but apparently there's some language in his contract that can say he can bounce at a certain point. I don't know. There's some stuff Uncle Dave won't talk about. So that means that there is some stuff that is that just means bad news. That normally just means bad news. So uh, I don't know. But I mean, MJF and Brian is going to be would be. Uh, well, I think the first one's going to be uh, who we got Starks. Yeah. And then Brian. But yeah, no, that's big feud. But then, man, does that suck for Brian? Yeah. Because he's got to go in there and lose. Again. Ay, ay, ay. But I don't think BJ is interested in being a world champion again. I think he just literally wants to have the best matches he can before his career's over. Which, yeah. you know what, probably isn't far off. This is, like, probably his last run. Yeah, I would think so. And, I mean, it's, it's not a terrible idea. You know, go out there and, and kill it. It'd be nice you know, to see him win one last world title, though. Right. I mean, I'm sorry. Call us fucking selfish, but I'm in the same boat, okay? <laughs> Give the guy one more world title run, you know? Bring me that. If we're going to put make the fucking Burberry belt, bring me a fucking environmental uh, AEW title. I like the idea behind the Burberry belt, but I just think the strap's a little bit too dark, so you can't really see the pattern unless you zoom in. Yeah. Not only that, but it's like... Uh, like the AEW, like, in the leather. Like, I don't know. That just looked weird to me. Yeah, somebody said they should have replaced the AEW logo with just MJF, which Something, I thought would have yeah, been great. Like, I would have understood that, like, right there. It's like, if you want to make a custom belt, make a custom-ass belt. You know what I mean? And then, if, like, if you're just going to add the fucking AEW logo on the strap, well, then, yeah, if I can see if you can. Can I get a brand-new plate and change that bitch to MJF? Oh, you can? Sweet. <laughs> I right. mean... The walker over there is probably the best person to ask if, like, the AEW is completely separate on the plate. I mean, I have I think no it idea. Is. I mean, yeah, right. You're going to have to ask that guy. I ain't got that built. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I never saw the turn coming, even. Not for one second. Even when he slipped it onto his fingers. Like, I, I didn't really think, oh, shit, he's going to hit him with a nux. Because they just seemed, it just seemed like too too good to be a ploy for mm-hmm. Regal to turn on Marx and you know the way it yeah, all went like, down at the pay per view. Yeah, we yeah, you figured because of that, it, okay, it's got to be a, some long term story with him and, and him and Max, right? Like they're going to be the thing for a minute, right? This happened, yeah. huh? I mean, um. I'll admit, hanging out with TSK, doing the whole thing, watching the show on my phone while being dad cooking dinner, um, sometimes it's a lot more fun that way. And I'm sitting there, and I literally just see him like start to walk, and I'm like, if you walk behind him and kick him in the nuts, I swear to God, I swear to God. And then I heard, all I heard was somebody take a bump, and I was like, oh, fuck, he kicked him in the balls. But then, of course, they showed the replay, and it was just... But it just, to me, it's like, it, it does, I don't want to say it doesn't make sense, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. We kept saying, and then even even my man Teddy, and I know Teddy's going to listen to this at some point, and I hope he does. He even said, there's no way that Max comes out of this a face and then goes and ends up being a heel. Maybe it took two weeks. <laughs> it took two weeks. He was the biggest babyface AEW champion 
uh, in, in recent memory, I'm not going to say like ever in recent memory, because you know he was the latest. That's how it works, right? Um, and then he's off for a week, which garners him that babyface moniker even more. And then he comes in and complete and total dick, dickhead, like the ultimate, as you said, the ultimate villain, the new ultimate villain. Yeah, and how many times since he's come back has he been like? borderline baby face and then every single time he ups the ante just to remind you nah he's a heel no he is <laughs> the fucking devil <laughs> um yeah just he's the fucking best he's the best he's, he's better said than that. you and you know it that. he's the fucking best he, he can't be a baby face simple as that and what he is again? Who, did I, I ever say this on this show? Or maybe in the TSK, he is the total opposite of John. Yeah, but he is. Ex- but in the same fucking on the same path, I should say. Not the not in the same, but on the same path, similar path, I should say. He he cut his teeth in in football. Decided to go wrestling, except he didn't go the indie. Well, John went indie a little bit. He went WWE indie. I'm giving I'm giving John all kind of credit, all <laughs> kinds of credit. Um, but that was a great thing about this storyline with MJF and Regal is just so many layers to it. Like we thought, oh, Regal siding with MJF that makes perfect sense because of the email seven years ago and everything. Right. And then MJF turns on him, and you think, no, actually, that makes perfect sense. That makes perfect. Yep. That motherfucker just, hold a grudge seven years later. In uh, in the words of the late great Roddy Piper, just when you think you've got all the answers, they change the questions. Oh, fucking great line! Um, yeah, yeah, he can hold a grudge very much. Uh, to Eddie Kingston's words, who uh, commented on this situation, basically calling JF a fucking child for not letting go. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so, Eddie. Come on now, Eddie's gonna lay yeah. it on the line. Tell her how it is. So I love this. MJF has basically pissed off the entire locker room. Great. By glorious. knocking out William I, Regal. I fucking <laughs> love it. Now, TK, if you're fucking listening, this is the seed planted for Eddie Kingston winning the world title. There you go. Oh, wouldn't that be a day? I mean, okay, let's 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 be fun. Let's be friendly. I'm fucking jumping into a whole nother topic here. But we remember how fucking over Hangman was, and it was, dude, we can't wait for him to be the world champ. Eddie yeah. Kingston is the new hangman. He is fucking beloved. This beloved. Is true. Everybody loves Eddie Kingston. When he, when he wins, and I do say win, because they're going to give him at least one title run, even if he's a fucking transitional title. And if they don't, <laughs> it's stupid. You hear me? It's stupid if they don't. And the place is going to fucking erupt. Erupt. It'll be a similar... And I'm going to say it and it'll get some heat for it. It'll be similar to when fucking Daniel Bryan won at Mania. They do it in New York, too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but uh, there you go. That's your, that's your biggest story this week. And it doesn't really need to be a story because it should be common knowledge. MJF is the fucking devil. Yes, sir. He's a piece of shit and we love him for it. Absolutely, <laughs> we do. <laughs> So, before we continue with what else has happened this week, let's go back a little further in time with This Week in Wrestling History. Uh, November 26th was a damn good day to win a championship. Listen to these. 
1987, Ric Flair won the NWA World Championship and Dusty Rhodes won the NWA Mid-Atlantic United States Championship. In 1992, Sandman won the ECW World Championship. In 1994, Diesel won the WWE Championship. In 1995, Macho Man Randy Savage won the WCW World Championship. In 2000, Scott Steiner won the WCW World Championship. In 2006, Batista won the World Heavyweight Championship, while Mickey James won the WWE Women's Championship. All of that happened on November 26th. Uh, must be something in the water on that particular day, most years. Um, <clears throat> Individually, November 27th, 1991, The Undertaker defeated Hulk Hogan at Survivor Series to win his first WWE Championship one year after his debut with an assist from Ric Flair. This was also the first singles match on the main card in Survivor Series history. And finally, I said it was going to be short this week. November 30th, 1997, ECW presented November to Remember featuring Taz defending the television championship against Pitbull number two. Rob Van Dam and Tommy Dreamer fought to a draw in a flag match. Sabu defeated Sandman in a tables and ladders match. And in the main event, Shane Douglas defeated Bam Bam Bigelow to become ECW world champion. And that that's it. That's all your history this week. It's been um, <clears throat> Other than all those title changes taking place on November 26th, it's been a pretty uneventful day in history, uh, uneventful week in history this week, but there we go. Alright, so um, we're going to go to a break in a few minutes, but first let's play everybody's favourite game, it's Guess the Wrestler. Yeah. I wonder who this could possibly be. Guess the Wrestler. He's the bestler, better than all the wrestler. All right, so I sucked at knowledge last week of promo series. So let's let's Listen, redeem the, myself. The great thing about the different, the great difference <laughs> about knowledge and this is we're literally going after one fella after you know, as opposed to a whole bunch of different crap. So give you some easiness to start it out, maybe just to get the blood flowing, the ideas in the brain of cooking. Debuted in the AWA, the American Wrestling Association, in 1976 under the ring name of Rick Blood. Oh. Later joined the World Wrestling Federation in 1985 through 88. Most popularly known for his run in the Jim Crockett promotions. And his time in Mid-Atlantic. And in Mid-Atlantic, he was a eight-time, that's right, eight-time NWA WCW Tag Team Champion. One-time Paul Jones. Five-times Jay Youngblood. One-time Dustin Rhodes. One-time Shane Douglas. Why does everybody want a tag team title with Dusty? I have no idea. <laughs> well, no, Dustin. Dustin, not oh, Dusty. Oh, Dustin. Yeah, okay. so the, the young the young man or the whatever we want to call him nowadays. So he Mid Atlantic Mid Atlantic and WCW was mainly his territory. NWA Mid Atlantic Tag Team Champion five times, three with Paul Jones, one with Dino Bravo, and another one with Jay Youngblood. To continue down this line, we got the tele NWA Mid Atlantic Television Champion four times, U.S. Champion four times, Mid Atlantic Heavyweight Champion twice. 
and a one-time NWA World's Heavyweight Champion. I feel like I should know Rick Blood. He's got a different no. name, but that is exactly what he debuted under. So, uh, NWA Hall of Fame Class of 2012. Was only he, in WWE until 88. Yeah, 85 to 88. And during that time, he uh, was a one-time Intercontinental Champion. Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion, I have to say it like that. Mm. Um, and also inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2009. I'll even let you pick the next one. Do you want some New Japan stuff or you want some Wrestling Observer stuff? Let's go New Japan. New, uh, it's actually All Japan, truth be told. Oh. And All Japan, he was pretty much uh, in their tag league as the most outstanding performer. New Wave Award and Fair Play Award, whatever the hell that is. When he teamed with Dick Slater twice and once with Jay Youngblood. Cauliflower Aoi, uh Luthez Award in 2012. See, um, um, here we go. We'll go PWI Rookie of the Year in 1977, Tag Team of the Year in 1978 with Paul Jones. Uh, ranked in his, he was uh, ranked in 2003, he was ranked 13 in the top PWI wrestlers, which is weird. Uh, oh, it's actually kind of like an overall thing because it says PWI years. Never mind. Uh, and the, oh, here we go. This is the one you want. Number six in the top 500 back in 1992. All right, so where take was, a stab at it before we give some wrestling. Where was he in 92? 92, what, what he was let me scroll up and give you the proper one so I don't talk out my butt. WCW, of course, uh, 91 to 94. Retired in 94 through 95, uh, came back, and this is where he had his second long run with the WWE from 2005 to 2014. Whoa. That should really narrow it down. He was recently uh, appeared as a guest timekeeper on AEW Dynamite. Wait, no. What? All right, here we go. Fuck came back in 05 and lasted nine years. I mean, the guesses are out there. Wrestling Observer Newsletter. Tag Team of the Year, 1983 with Jay Youngblood. Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame, 1996. Two-time match of the year. Once in 1987. Once in 1989. In 89, he defeated Ric Flair, the class of champions, to win the NWA World's Heavyweight Championship and put on what we call the banger of bangers in WrestleMania 3 against Macho Man Randy Savage. Damn it. Um... Fucking WrestleMania 3. You say WrestleMania 3 and all I think of is Hogan and Andre. All you got to think of is what of what is one of the most infamous matches Macho Man ever had? I mean, 
I'd say George Steele eating the fucking turnbuckle. Yeah, that's a good guess. It's not a bad one. <laughs> um. Oh wait. No wait. No, it wasn't Flair because Flair came back in '01, and he retired. No wait. Let's and this guy um, and this guy beat Flair, so obviously it wasn't Flair. I beat Flair. He beat Flair. Um, let's see here. Uh, he he appeared at TNA Genesis. Is that right? Yeah. Oh no, he he was a referee for the first Gauntlet of Gold. He was also let's see, he was a referee to, to crown the first holder of the TNA X Division Championship. Also, during he was there in, in 2004, a uh, Ring of Honor Pure Championship referee, and during that one, where he had, uh, let's see, I guess where he worked with CM Punk, turned around and worked with Mr. L. Punk again when he returned to the WWE. I know this is somebody I should know. Maybe because you love to ask the questions all the time. I got this. This this one should be helpful. He right. teamed with Roddy Piper, or he came out. I'm sorry, he came out with Roddy Piper and Jimmy Snuka with his uh, uh, for uh, WrestleMania 25, where he had a match against Chris Jericho. No, that wasn't Steamboat. Steamboat was in that match, though, wasn't he? Steamboat was in that match. Is that your guess? Is it Steamboat? It is Steamboat. What the hell was he doing between Ricky 05 the Dragon, and 14? What's <laughs> Ricky the Dragon Steamboat has a super interesting career, my man does. Started in 76, going all the way through 2014 when retiring back in 1991. When he actually, you know, no, not 1991, in 94. Comes Damn. back. He was pretty much working with CM Punk in the Indies. He comes back. He feuds with Chris Jericho back in 2005. Um, he was basically just like messing around. From the looks of it, he was with a freaking team that defeated a goddamn Trent Beretta and some other nerd at Florida Championship Wrestling on Father's Day. So that's what he was doing in, in 2014 for WWE, fucking around, beating guys like Trent Beretta. Poor bastard. Welcome back to the Gap and Mo Show. We're here every single Thursday. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, wherever it is you may be joining us. Still to come, this week's Geek of the Week, Best of the Week, Shit Marks Say, and the Modern Day Outlaws Goddamn Celebration. That's right. But first, let's take a look at what else has been going on this week. So, uh, like we said, War Games was uh, last week. Right. Uh, both matches delivered. 
both the men and the women. Uh, We watched along live on Facebook and Twitch. That was fun. Um, 50% of us were drinking. That was fun. (laughs) Um, Usually when we have these events where there's a women's match and there's a men's match of the same type, I always say the women outperforming men, but I think they were pretty even um, at Survivor Series. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I was, I would trust me in my brain right now. I was like, was the women's better? Was it really the much better? I blame Sammy. Goddamn Sammy. That son <laughs> yeah. of a bitch. That son of a bitch. But no, he's fucking awesome. He's bringing all kinds of, uh, uh, uh attention to himself, mm-hmm. you know, which has been great. He's only improved. Uh, actually, I wouldn't even say improved. He's just gotten, he's just gotten a little more oozy. Very vibes are great. Uh, and Roman getting a chair in the cage was a great touch. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> the whole. I, the, the, I'm like looking back at it now. I'm it, the whole match it, itself was just great. It was, it was one of those. And I hate saying, I hate, I'm not saying I hate saying it like this, but I hate saying it like this. It's one of those things where it's like I normally get to shit on E for not being able to tell stories or whatever, but they told the fucking story this entire thing. Yeah. And that was Roman wanted them to work their shit out. And that's why he's like, no, 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 no. And he sent fucking Sammy in there to go number two. And it worked. It worked at its best. Um, it's just, this is, yeah. I, I. But the women, bro. why The women are not supposed to be that good. Especially in a war games match. You're not meant to be that good. And they had the unenviable task of opening the show. And trying to keep all the attention away from fucking Rhea's ass. <laughs> Which is hard. Trust me. Difficult. Rhea does not do them any favors. No. Love the girl, but damn. If it's not the attire, it's the fucking chin-ups. Oh, yeah, right? Jesus. Like, what is... Can you slow down? I mean, don't, but can you slow down? Um, EO, I think... Probably took the most bumps in the match. Like, there were several times we thought she was dead. Dude, you is a bumping machine. A bumping machine. And, like, and and remember when they were going to, when they fucking fired her? Right. Or they were going to, like, let her go. And everybody said, anyway, like, they're fucking Jesus. <laughs> Thank heavens for Triple H. You're telling me, dude. Papa H is a lifesaver around here. Uh, Cody Kai also took a pretty nasty bump when she pretty much got folded yeah. in half between the cage and the ropes. Oh, that was brutal. Um, and of course, Becky just looking like a superstar that she is. Big time Bex, man. Can't deny her. No, and as soon as she got in the match, she was just spot after spot after spot. Great match. Um, and one of my favorite moments from the men's, of course, Jimmy attempting to leave the holding cage and then Roman just stopping him and sending in Sammy instead. That's what I said, man, the story within the story. Roman was just a dawn in that match. He was just, jeez. I mean, I hate, and I, no, I don't hate to say this. I don't. Papa H did it. He did the impossible. He took a product that you got sick and, or at least for me in my eyes, that I got sick and tired of watching. Got sick and tired of the repetitiveness. Mm. Sick and tired of the crappy stories. The whole nine yards. And now I give a damn. I am interested. That was a fun show. 
Roman is over as all fucking hell. I literally understand now why so many people are lit quite literally all over his wiener. Yeah. Um, and it seems we're getting KO and Roman at the Rumble. Oh, let's go. Which, which looks great on paper and it sounds great, but of course we know Roman's going to go over again. Yeah. Or we heavily suspect he will. Um, that's fine, I guess. You know what? Because that's the thing. And I used to say it like that because it was a problem of, oh, well, you know, VK doesn't at least let these guys go out there and help put each other over, have a good match. Da, 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 da. Uh, Papa H, don't give a damn. You go out there and you put on a show. That's that's the idea. You go out there, you put on a show. And I think and I, that's fucking literally one of the most perfect dudes to get a great match out of. It's yeah. fucking Kevin Owens. And. Oh God, I'm just like, I think that that is now we're going to get what we want, what we what we deserve. If we're not going to get the title change, then give me something memorable. Okay, God damn, Roman is really that undeniable. That was awesome. You know, let's make it worth our while now. Yeah. It's um, not just a Roman wins because he's Roman, God damn it. No, and unlike last time we had KO and Roman, this time we've got the uh, subplot of Sami Zayn and, of course, his long-term history with Kevin Owens. Oh, Broke my heart when he kicked me in the nuts. I mean, but I knew I it was coming, but I understand when the when the Usi is you know when you're feeling Usi, man, when you're feeling Usi. This is why I keep saying people keep predicting when Sammy's going to uh, turn on Bloodline or when the Bloodline's going to turn on Sammy. I'm like, keep just going as long as you can. Yeah, it's working. Kill. Yeah, do not get away from this. I don't care if he is quite literally the redheaded stepchild. Quite literally, it's fucking working superb. Yeah, like it's money. I, it's big money. This is big money. How many Bloodline T-shirts they sold? Wait, okay, hold, because you got to think about it. Like, I'm thinking about like the growth of it. How how far is fucking over? Did Sammy get just coming out dancing when he was hated by them at first? Just dancing <laughs> to their fucking theme and just fucking just vibing. All right. Well, Sammy's cool. He's hilarious. He's funny. Da, 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 da. It gets funnier and funnier and funnier. And it builds on it, builds on it, builds on it. Then they bring him in. Oh, they finally gave him the shirt. Oh, he's one of them. Oh, now he has all these issues with Jimmy. Fucking squashed ham. And then, of course, to just throw more, hey, you got to love more Sammy at you. He broke fucking Solo Sequoia or whatever fucking, oh, I guess, during like the house show or something or another. Yeah. Forgot what he said and do was just like, God damn it. Had to cover his face. Because of course, Sammy will break anybody at this point. I'm like, I'm, I'm I need him to break Heyman. You gotta break Heyman. If you can break <sighs> Heyman, dude, I swear to God, you're <laughs> fucking God in this business. That's the thing with Heyman. He's seen and done it all. And even though he recognizes yeah. how over and how big Sammy is, he knows how to hold it together. That he does. Heyman's he does. a pro. Still, I gotta see it. Let me let me just see the attempt. Let me see the attempt. Damn it! It it's when he cracks Jay because Jay's the one that's supposed to really hold this grudge against him, and when he breaks Jay, it's just perfect <laughs> because Jay like, tries so hard to hide it, and he's like mean mugging him the whole time. Like, yep, like, basically, gotcha. if Jay does this, you know uh -huh. he's he's gone. He's lost it. <laughs> 
Uh, there was one, I don't know if it was last week or the week before, where they were in the locker room and Sammy broke Jay. And because yep. Jay broke, Sammy just shot in this filthy look. As if to say, really? He broke you again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think that was last week. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I was, oh, God, the the, the scowl from Roman the, again. <laughs> he's funny. He's the funny. He's the funny guy. What do you want? Well, I'm a clown. I am usual. They, uh, yes, they, yes, re- they really got to get Solo. Because uh, Solo's just dead. like No, like I said, he got one of them. It's, a, it's like a fan video. But like, I, I got to, if I find it, I'll send it to you. But he got, it's, it's small. It's, 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 he, but yeah. he got him. And I'm just, that's why I'm just like, okay, dude, now it's just time to go for the big fish. Um, and then, of course, following from War Games, Becky had her own little brawl with damage control, which I like and I don't like on Raw. Because, obviously, Becky comes out full man gear. She's the man again. Um, and as the man, you expect her to win a fight. But at the same time, she took out all three members of damage control by herself. Yeah, that was a little too much. Come on. It's a little too much. Like... It's it's bad enough this group has had pretty much 50-50 booking ever since they formed. They they came in hot and heavy. They won matches. They've lost matches. They've won titles. They've lost titles. They have lost matches that didn't make sense. Their push was 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 short, and I wouldn't call it sweet. No. Um, They've been two-time tag champs already? Yeah, that's or the just, thing. You, you forget because it's been that quick. Yeah, you see what I mean? And we were hyped when they came back. It was a great idea. You're bringing them back. You're giving them a nice little stable and this and that. You know, Bailey garners enough attention on her own. EO is great. Dakota this and that. And that's where we're at. We're, you know, the, the fucking the train hasn't left the tracks again. It, it stopped at a yeah. destination and it just, the driver's asleep. Nobody's waking them up. Which sucks. But, uh, I... Like I said, it looks good for Becky because she's the the badass once again that we all know and love. That's but uh, give give us a little stronger booking for Damage Control, please. Yeah, I'm gonna say just because Becky's back, and I, and I understand that she garners plenty of attention. I get that, but it doesn't mean that you can't have other people in the background. Just don't just bury in every stop burying them, especially them. They're too fucking new to be burying this much. Mm. And I don't think, like, the ones that weren't really familiar with Dakota Kai and NXT, I don't think many of them are really that sold on her yet. I was just going to say, she does seem like the only, like, not-so-sure factor. Everybody is officially in love with Io, besides the fact of her in-ring work and the, in the you know, the Japanese off between her and Asuka. <laughs> but, no, I'm with you. Yeah, if you didn't follow NXT, you're not going to know jackass about Dakota and... Hell, I watched NXT, and it took her, like, three transformations to garner attention. Yeah, and she got close to the women's title several times and never yeah. quite got it. Exactly. Uh, she she was always the bridesmaid in NXT. There you go. Oh, what an expression. What an expression. Uh, I mean, her and Raquel were the first ever NXT tag team women's champions, but that lasted 24 hours. If that, oh yeah, all of a day. Hours. Yeah, it was, it was a, not even a day. It was like half an episode. 
<laughs> Actually, no, you're right. Half an episode. They were crowned at the beginning of the episode, then they lost them later in that night. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Um, so over in AEW last night, uh, Mox also brawling with Hangman. A little bit of a surprise. Also doesn't get his vacation still. Yo, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Every week I'm like, okay, Mox has done done his time now. Give, give him a little break. And then he comes out and starts the fucking show every week. I'm like, really? Is he ever mm-hmm. going to get his break? No. <laughs> Hell no. Tony, come on. He's carrying the whole company on his back for you. Give him a break. He, he really has. Let this guy go on vacation, please. Like, I think this feud of Hangman could have waited a couple of weeks. I don't yeah, think there it... was any major reason to do it right now. No. I mean... Other than you want Hangman on TV. Yeah. Which I understand, but then have him score some nerds. I mean, Hangman could got him could, could get involved with the whole Preston Vance leaving the Dark Order thing that happened on Rampage. There we go. There's there, there other are, stories. Boys, right? I, I think so. Kind of. Sure. But, uh, man, we talked about MJF being a heel. Right. <laughs> How could you do that to poor one, negative one? Oh, dude, the the fucking, uh I've never been so disappointed in a man in my whole life. I was like, you bastard. My wife's like, what's going on? I said, he unmasked. She just gave me this weird look and walked away. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't ask me questions either right now. Just, just, but look at the kid. The kid's heartbroken. <laughs> oh, no, she didn't give a shit about the kid. <laughs> just like Brock. Just like Brock. Ain't nobody give a shit about your kids. Um, especially considering what happened last week with Marx and Regal, Marx could have been like, "Okay, I'm taking a couple of weeks off to cool off." Comes back, then Hangman gets in his face. Then they, then they could have started that rivalry. Yeah, have Hangman come back at the whatever the fucking uh, what's this stupid thing? Uh, oh, winter is coming. Winter is coming. Yeah, isn't that just a? It's just a fucking regular show. Yeah, it's, it's in just two a weeks. Special name. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, this couldn't have waited two weeks. No, I love the reason. They tried to, well, they didn't really try to explain this brawl, but uh, they used it for Regal later on. The commentary team were like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, now Moxie's been ejected from the building. Now Regal comes out, that snake. I mean, yeah, no, it's a good, it is, it's a good play on words. You know what I mean? Brian just got, you know, went through a grueling match. He's not going to oh, want to be out there. Fucking what a match, by the way. Yeah. And then, you know, then Mox got ejected. So it's like, oh, it's prime time, baby. You know, and it, it, it's, it works because it makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I see people complaining. Why, why is Dax in a singles match when he's in the tag team? Matt, fucker, shut up. Because he's the fucking man, that's why. That he guy. wants to have singles matches. He's the fucking man. Like, like uh, they, they hold three different tag team championships. Do they need to be tag teaming every week? Okay, hold on. Let me give you a prime example of a cat that used to be in a tag team. A very popular... Multiple time tag team champions of multiple promotions. I used to wrestle plenty of singles matches, and he goes by the name of Ricky Morton. Mm-hmm. So Dax is on that fucking level. He's fan goddamn tastic. I personally, 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 if you take away the uh, main event spotlight and the, the 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 whatever it is to garner the wrestler of the year or yeah wrestler of the year moniker from wrestling observer and all that shit and if you just went strictly off of who had the most banger matches all year long 
Tell me Dax ain't top three, if not winning that bitch. Yeah. Like, that's how good he's been in the singles run. So for anybody to say stupid shit like, oh, why? Why? Because he's the fucking man. That's why. That's fucking why. Jesus. Five-star Dax. Fucking A, five-star Dax, bro. Uh, From that good to this bad, Jaden Bow Wow, why is it happening and who the fuck cares about Bow Wow? When the fuck did Bow Wow become relevant again? That's what I'm trying to find out. This motherfucking kid ain't been relevant in... I was going to say since I was in high school, that's not true. He had a little bit of relevance outside of high school. But still, the fact of the matter is, this motherfucker's been in the dark for like nine years. Well, you, might, well, you might as well go bring fucking Raven Simone out of fucking hiding and say, hey, bring, you know, fucking bring back that so Raven. You know? Fucking 22 years ago, he did the song with Snoop Dogg. I mean, he had a little whatever, but that's my whole bit. Is, is this cat... It, he was... What, hold on, when the fuck was Like Mike and all that other bullshit when he did them movies? That was like late late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, Must have been early 2000s yeah. if he did so that song again, in 2000s. So this son of a, this motherfucker ain't done really, he ain't really done shit in, I'm going to say at least 15 years. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Said maybe he did something in the mid 2000s. But he ain't did shit in fucking 15 years. 15 years. So why the fuck are we making this a thing? And then on On top of that, there it goes. Fucking, I don't know. He overheard my shit and decided to same <laughs> cyber attack or something. I don't even know what. But it's the guy comes out of nowhere. You know, it just did. I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. I feel like they're just they're just like pulling a star out of their ass, and it's like this is not a star worth going after. And then on no. top of that, what the fuck is this nerd gonna do? Is he gonna he's gonna wrestle the woman? Are we going back to the 80s? I, I, don't, I don't get The only thing I can think of is that he legit, like, had a thing for Jade when he sent that tweet out. And AEW was like, hey, we'll cash in on that. I mean, sure. I mean, sure. It's still stupid. It's, yeah, it's still, still stupid. St- Just don't give him the attention. So like, dumb. I, highly, I highly doubt Bow Wow is going to boost AEW ratings. They, they've already had Mike Tyson mm-hmm. twice. Twice. They've had Brett. They've had Bischoff. Um, twice. Twice. They've had Steamboat. Steamboat. They've had Shaq. Yeah. I mean, Shaq didn't really do anything apart from... Oh, he wrestled. He wrestled he didn't Cody. Do anything. He had a but... match. He brought in Jade. Come on. Yeah, and that was the weird way to introduce Jade. It was... Yeah, it's very, Which, very, yeah. No I, think, I always think that didn't do her any favors. If she'd have come in like green and like, this is a new girl we're training. Okay, let's see what she's got. But now she comes in. I fucked Shaq. Okay. Okay. Who are you? Right? <laughs> you beg your pardon. And, and what's your beef with Cody? Uh, you don't have, you just, oh, you're just angry because you talked shit? Okay. Yeah, I got beef with Cody because he and Brandy haven't put me on TV. Okay, why should they put you on TV? Mm-hmm. Show us. Yeah, that's why show, they didn't put you on TV. Show <laughs> us her. why. And then... Look at her now. All. Yep. She's grown. Boy, has she. And low-key uh, fired Kiara Hogan from the baddies. 
I believe. Oh, yeah, yeah. You said Loki fucking goddamn. Uh, oh, yeah, she low-key fired Kiara Hogan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I mean, it wasn't, they, they, they made a big old fucking spiel out of it. They were like, oh, okay, here, you know, sign this paper, piece of paper or whatever. Mark Sterling was like, sign this. Hey, okay, your services are no longer needed. And then it goes into this celebration thing or majig or whatever the butt fuck later on where she's like mad at them for hanging out with Kira Hogan. But it's like, how do we know? It was a BTE thing. It was definitely it was not like a, I don't think it happened on BTE. Actually, I think it did happen on BTE. Now that I think about it from watching it. But that's the point. I, I've, I brought this shit up before. How hard is it to run fucking highlights of what's going on in your backup shows? It's not that goddamn hard, you know? Apparently they were hanging out with Kira Hogan. Okay, well, show us the footage of that because we don't fucking know because she's screaming and yelling at him for nothing. At least as we as unless you are somehow dive so goddamn deep that you understand everything, you think that she's just yelling at him to yell at him. Yeah, and like we mentioned, um, ten turning on a dark order and on negative one on rampage. If you didn't watch Rampage, you wouldn't have known because they didn't show a nope. clip on Dynamite. They just they just mentioned it, and if you weren't listening properly, you would have missed it. Yeah, which is that's if, if, if there was anything off a of Rampage that would deserve a fucking ten minute clip, a ten minute, ten second clip, fifteen second clip, it's that feed into the stories. That way, you're like, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. that happened. What on where? Yeah, and now I got to go watch it. However, what they did show us was Hobbs just walking through the streets and going into a store. Like, what the, what the fuck was that all about? Because Oakland, baby. <laughs> and I'm from Cali, bro, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> fuck. Uh, okay. <sighs> Random ass thing, but they can't give us a recap. Okay. Yeah, seriously. And- it was even more random because they said before the clip, okay, we're going to take a look at Hobbs's journey. What journey from his house to the store? Like, why do we continuous? Like, I get video packages to build guys. I understand it. But did we see him wrestle right after? No. Oh. So then why? The, it, if it's not building towards stories, it don't matter. I would understand this if, like, you wanted to play this thing. Before a, a pay-per-view match that he was going to have. Fine. That makes perfect sense. Okay, cool. Hey, let's get to know some Hobbs a little bit. I understand it. But don't just throw in video packages for the sake of video packages. It's, you know, unless he comes, even if, if you want to show that and he goes out there and kills a nerd in 30 seconds, fine. It would make more sense. But the fact that he doesn't come out and we get to see a video that none of us give a shit about. We're not going to care. And that's the problem. You're trying to, you want to, you know, oh, if we show him, you're going to care. But you didn't show all of him. You just showed a video, which most people are like, video package, and they leave. Or they change the channel. Or they're, you know, oh, I got to go pee or whatever. Especially if it's the Charlotte one. Hey, you're telling me. Like, they didn't even, he didn't even, like, get involved with the whole Wardlow and Joe thing. Because, obviously, they just had a triple threat. But now it seems that's going to be just Joe and Wardlow uh, in a rematch, mm-hmm. which, which fine. is fine. But um, if you're going to use Hobbs, like at least use him. Yeah, if you're going to use Hobbs and actually use him. And if something big happens on Rampage, show us. My God, it's not hard. I mean, it's only good. It's only a good thing if it gets people to watch Rampage. You're like, oh shit, I missed that last week. I got to watch Rampage this Friday. Like okay, like I 
you know what? Let's what's the uh, let's do a study, as they would say. If TK would listen up for a minute, you take all of December, take this entire month of December as your testing uh, month, if you will, and any big thing that happens on Rampage that you know would garner attention on Dynamite, you need to show a package of. If there's anything that's combining the stories coming off of BTE towards what's going on on shit with Dynamite, put it in there and show us it. I assure you that will help garner views towards BTE, towards Rampage. That's the idea. If you show us what's going on, not just tell us, because you're talking and then they're talking and then Taz is talking and cracking a joke and doing this and I'm not going to give a shit. I'm going to wait for a punchline. Ah, that was funny. Okay, cool. The commentator said something funny. Because there's a lot going on on the commentary table. There's a lot mm. going on on that commentary table. And I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying there's a hell of a lot going on on that goddamn commentary table. Um, and finally, uh, the Elite finally get on the board against Death Triangle. It's now 2-1 uh, to one in the best of seven. I mean, I knew these guys were, like, supposed to be the baby faces in this whole fucking feud. But it's like, okay, last week we got to go to Chicago. We have to play the heel because they're going to hate us, which is the truth. And they did. Uh, but in this one, I mean, I, it, it felt really weird because I'm like, they're supposed to be the baby face, but they jumped them. But I'm like, okay, whatever. Uh, we'll just downplay it. But then again, you know, you can, you can play the hammer card and all this stuff um, and just... There was a dude, and I wish I wrote his fucking name down. There was a dude that I saw on Facebook. This match is fucking sick. Or uh, I'm go- I'm already sick of this, and it's only been three. And I'm like, and but the great thing, and this is sometimes a great thing about some uh, some of the wrestling nerds on the online. Multiple people attacked the dog shit at him. If you didn't like this, you don't like Lucha Libre. If you don't like Lucha Libre. Why the hell are you bothering to watch AEW? And they ripped him to shreds because it's it's simple. You know, you watch what you like. If you want, you know, a little bit more, you know, I want to say grounded. I don't want to say mat based, but if you want a little more grounded, you know, a little bit more, I guess, flashy power moves, then a little more, mm-hmm. then a little less high flying. Then you know, you won't watch the Bucks. You'll watch, uh, you know, Hobbs. You'll watch. You'll fucking watch Wardlow. You know, maybe, maybe the E is a little better suited for you. You know what I mean? Maybe Lucha's not your thing, and you know, whatever. Here, I fucking loved it. I mean, yeah. it wasn't as good as the first two. I will gladly admit that. I'm sure a bunch of people will jump on board. It wasn't as good as the first two, but then again, you're going to have to fucking slow down the work rate at some point, right? Right. <laughs> Not all of them are going to be fucking five stars. I mean, as much as we think they could be, yeah, you know, Kenny's still half recovering, damn it. The, the reactions to the Elite are, are baffling because... Obviously, when the whole shit happened with Punk, we went through this thing of everybody turned on Punk, like, oh, he's shown his true colors, he's an asshole, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Then the Elite come back, and people don't like the Elite. So, well, like... Let's see. The what do you want? People have never liked... Well, no, it's not true. Let me stop. There's been a core demographic that's never truly liked the Elite. No, and but I, I think... assume most of them are, like, WWE diehards. And that's exactly what I was going to go after. And I think the biggest, and some of them that aren't, and some that aren't, I think the biggest reason why they don't like these guys is to them, they got over being like nerds, which again, they got, so they got over, 
as like people over red actually that's not true if you follow japan they got over as wrestlers before they got over as people but then the click of the you know the whole idea of bullet club and all that shit that garnered them so much attention that they kind of got thrown in your face and it was hard to ignore them yeah but then when they became so over the top stinkingly awesome you either jumped on that bandwagon if i fucking love them or oh my god i'm sick and tired of it and I think a lot of people are the, in the sick and tired, or not a lot, but they, there's a good handful of people that are on the sick and tired of it movement, strictly, strictly because they made all of their fame without the E. If these guys would have did a, a, a stupid little E run, the dumbest, like, a, like besides Kenny and besides, like, uh, fucking squash matches, that don't mean shit. If they, the elite, if whatever, had a literal two-year run, Kind of like the OC. Even if it was shit and they went out and they fucking dominated, they'd have all this attention. Oh, my God. They would be way better used in the E. And the conversation would be flipped upside down on its head. But because they never did the E run and they got super over in Japan and everywhere else but the E, they're the enemy. Which makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. Let's, uh... Let's find out what who else make no sense. It's time for this week's Geek of the Week. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one man, no cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek. Pencil neck geek. All right, this week's Geek of the Week is uh is a bit of an interesting one i had a lot of uh back and forth trying to figure it out you know was there somebody being a, a complete asshole or you know was something or another and you know what i i came to because i just i discussed it with the tsk truth be told the first time i ever did and the unanimous came out that unfortunately the only person i like, is deserving to be crowned geek of the week is somebody i respect ridiculously and unfortunately, that's William Regal. Oof. I love the guy to death, but Max said it himself. You're really going to believe the devil? <laughs> I mean, come on, brother. You were the biggest fucking heel there's ever been. Could you ever be trusted? If you, if, if you look in the mirror and you see you, would you trust you? And, it, and because of that alone, it's again, I've, I've given a couple of these out where it's it's not necessarily a negative mark, but it is. What the hell are you thinking? And that is exactly what's going on. So for the unfortunate time being, and please don't send him my address, Sir William Ringle, you are this week's Geek of the Week. Ouch, that one stings. You're telling me, man. That one, <laughs> fuck. It's a blow to my ego. Um, but on the more positive side, let's find out this week's best lure of the week. Um, there's a couple of choices. Um, you're telling me, right? Like everybody it brought their A game at War Games. Um, yeah, Dry and Dax mm-hmm. had a great match. Um, I, I you, mm-hmm. you see, my I get you. I'm right there with you. I really don't know. It was really, really tough this week. So, 
let's go with. Mm. I'm with you again. It it's it's a tough one. <laughs> you know what? For let's let's just do complete opposite of geek of the week. So for having not only the balls but the precision to uh, bump William Regal safely. There we go. Best of the week goes to MJF. What do you know? What a turn of events. I love it. <laughs> and he didn't even wrestle this week. But oh, he did yeah. lay out he did lay out Lord William Regal or Stephen Regal as uh Tony forgot what year he was in. <laughs> I yeah, he came so I know him as this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. I'm like, bro, this is your fucking breaking kayfabe, homie. It's Stephen uh, William Regal. It's, it's, I mean it's his name is Bob. <laughs> Starts fucking just dropping like these nicknames and shit. <laughs> I always thought Stephen Regal was a ring name. Is that his real name? Yeah. I want to say oh. it's his real name. His real name's Darren. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Get the same name as William Regal. I fucking love it. Oh, I never would have guessed great. that. He looked like a Stephen. He does. He totally does. Coming up on New Year's Eve, it's our sixth annual Maxi's Awards, and voting is now open. You get to help us award the best of wrestling in 2022. Plus, you can vote on some special matches that will take place, including who will get a rematch against new knowledge champion Kenny Killer and who will face Cypher for the television champion championship. Um, for all that and more, go to maxwrestling.net slash maxis. And, of course, our next uh, big event is January 26th, the first special event of 2023 podcast promo Rumble 8. Um, there will be championship on the line, and of course we will be predicting the Royal Rumble. More information on that to come in the following weeks. And now, for stupid shit people say online, this is shit Mark say. OMG, Kevin Nash. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Tell me. You did not just say that. WTF thought he was dead, LOL. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. <sighs> Lord Jesus. Um, anybody not been feeling very oozy on TikTok? No, the, luckily the tide has turned. Everybody's shockingly um, good. There's just uh, a unanimous hatred for MJF. And it's, and it's mainly As because of... Be. Well, no, <laughs> no. There's a, um. She's rather popular, so we won't change her name just to, to give her a little extra loving. Uh, Wheezy Blonde is uh, is actually one of the bigger wrestling TikTokers out there. She is just a girl who loves wrestling, and yeah, she may not love Eddie Guerrero, but she definitely has a strong opinion. So check her out for sure. But um, MJF loves to go after the people from the Midwest, and my girl Wheezy, well, she's from Indiana. Which is right in the heart of the Midwest. So, because he would put out tweets like, you know, people in the Midwest or, you know, they marry their cousins or they're illiterate or something like that. And she would just jump on there and take total offense to it. And then, of course, because fucking the internet, a bunch of the people are taking this like super goddamn seriously. Like, she's obviously like having fun with it. Oh, it's a tweet. Oh, Max, I'm not this and this. She's going to talk her shit. But then there's people who are like, um, 
but what? But you're like the mid, you're from the Midwest, so you gotta like date your brother or something, right? And they're just I'm like, you how fucking stupid are some of you people? Like just some of the comments I've seen is just goddamn baffling. But um, other than that, uh, now it's shockingly been a nice little place to be again, which is which is nice. Um, and I blame that on Papa H. Mm. We can all like the E now. Um, I mean, it has been a pretty nice place. I, I've only got one this week. Um, they mainly, all happen to social media this weekend. God damn it. Mainly because the, the rest of them all kind of lumped in the one bag. They were all just like um, groups of people. Like nobody really stuck out apart from this one. Um, so we begin with racist Rob, the unknown musician Jeez. with a cigar. Of course. Um, so last week we had Ishii on Dynamite uh, facing Chris Jericho. Man. Uh, Rob says, no casual fan gives one fuck about this fat Chinese dude. Well, first Please of first all, he, he's Japanese. I was like, that just brings me back to the, the movie The Replacements. He's like, I'm Japanese, not Chinese. <laughs> Which is the truth. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. And 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 second of all, like no casual fan gives a fuck about Ushi. This, this dude's been wrestling since ninety six. Ninety six. He uh, no casual. If no fa- casual fan cares, then then somebody please explain to me the buy rate that was the Forbidden Door. Uh-huh. Like let's. I'm I'm sick and fucking tired of you nerds with this bullshit and your one sided. Everybody thinks just like me. Crap. And the oh well because I haven't heard of him he's a piece of crap nobody from China from China from Korea from Taiwan honey do your fucking research okay you're again you're willing to go look up MJF when you heard he was on the way you know you guys all of a sudden learned how to use the Google machine then hey. look for Ishii let's let's not forget the uh, the white rabbit chase with all the QR codes every week oh lord oh they still got the bitches saved on their phones right. No casual fan gets a fuck about QR codes, do they not? Are you sure? I heard um, the site crashed. E- e- she's like one of the most recognized and respected wrestlers in Japan. So, Fast. yes, casual fans do take an interest in Tomohiro Ishii. Mm-hmm. He's like Mr. I mean, ne- Mr. Never Openweight fucking Tomohiro Ishii. Oh, that's perfect way to... Perfect. That's perfect. Mr. Never Openweight. That's perfect. And you know what? This also isn't the first time he's appeared in, in with AEW. No, it's not. He was one of the first guys to come over. Yeah. I, I think he was the first guy to come over. So Let's it's see. Like, I, I um, what you're talking about, man. Like, Ishii, Ishii is loved, homie. Ishii is loved. Ishii, I really want to go as far as, like, Ishii is on, like, the level of, like, Liger in America. Where he's fucking beloved. Yeah, you know his, his AEW debut, he teamed with Orange Cassidy against Butcher and Andy. See, there you go. And he was in the Owen Hart Cup. Come on. I don't know. You're just fucking narrow-minded. Tell me nobody gives a shit about fucking Tamahiro Ishii. Everybody gives a shit about Ishii. So, uh, racist Rob, you can get in the bin. In the bin. Uh, oh, I actually lied. I do have another one this week. Um, 
Okay, I don't I haven't given him a name yet. Let's go with Jack. You don't know shit. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, news came out that Roman was upset with something that happened between him yeah. and KO at Survivor Series. Uh, so somebody tweets out, "Lol at the Roman news, being mad at a worker with double the experience as you is hilarious." Good point. Um, Jack says double the experience, but hasn't drawn half as much money. It's not true at all. Uh, Somebody else replies, I mean, it helps that Reigns came from a legendary family and was shoved to the main event almost immediately. Again, factual. No lies determined there. Uh, And then Jack with the icing on the cake. It also helps that he's a better pro wrestler than Kevin Owens. No, he's a better sports entertainer than Kevin Owens. There's a difference. I haven't seen Roman do half the shit that Kevin Owens does. Or has done. No. (laughs) No. I mean, hell, we make fun of fucking John's five moves of death. What is Roman at? Like nine? Because I, I, I know it's not five. Yeah. It's more than five. But it's, what is it? Nine at the most? Maybe ten? A couple of versions As, of the spear. Are we counting exactly. them? Yeah. Uh, that's. I'm really trying to. He's got the fucking. Uh, he's got a Kimura. He uses a guillotine every now. He, again, he's got maybe 11 moves at best. Yeah. Kevin Owens can have a lucha match with you. He can have a ground-based match with you. He can have, you know, a hardcore match with you. It, it, he can be adaptable. And, or right. sorry, pause. He is adaptable. And he can do whatever whatever is necessary. Yeah. Roman can can do this. Which, I mean, hey, if that's talent, then I'm one talented son of a bitch. And, and this isn't us bashing Roman. He, you know, he no, has not. become one of the biggest stars in WWE. Absolutely. Um, despite the five years of backlash, everybody loves Roman now. He's a great character. I do. But... I mean, it's not. It's exactly. It's not a dig on him. It's not a bag on him. He's grown. He's garnered the attention, the positivity, the blah, the blah, the blah, the blah, the blah. But what's the what? What do they say? In a microscope. In yeah. a microscope, Kevin Owens is way better. Sorry. Um, and just to enhance that point, who who did Stone Cold Steve Austin face after? How was long it? was he out of the fucking business? Uh, 16, 17 years. Yeah, who who did he face at WrestleMania? Was it was it Roman Reigns or was it Kevin Owens? It's Kevin Owens because he trusted Kevin. Kevin Kevin has a lot more experience than Roman, so that original point stands. Don't get salty, Kevin. He's yeah, got more experience than you. That's all it is, dude. It's all it is. But they are marks. And that's the shit they say. Bastards. <laughs> Get back in the bin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to end the show with uh, Travis's little celebration. So I'm going to head out. But thank you for spending your Thursday with us. Here's the socials again. You can find us on the evil Twitter machine at UK at the Captain 512 and SMR Podnet. Check out the website maxwrestling.net and don't forget to hit the sub or the follow button on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the socials. Right. Now, for the A to B of the Retro Rewind. So listen up, you Pansonet geeks. This is what Moses has for you this week. That's right. Well, here's the fun thing. We come back next week, and next week we're coming back hot and heavy. We're going back at it with a pay-per-view. Uh, I forget which one it was. It was uh, I know I did World War Three, and it's a fucking goddamn in your house. Son of a bitch. That's why I can't fucking... 
remember it. I'm like, I just pulled up my notes. It just says in your house. I'm like, well, thanks. Cause you which know, one? that's going to help. Exactly. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> All I know is it's an in your house, probably some, some in November, if not December. Uh, so that's going to be the fun one. And then we're going to get right back on it. Uh, you know, raw nitros, the whole nine yards, but next Monday is the first return back. Um, other than that, y'all know the game, Max Wrestling UK on TikTok. Still on our way to uh, 18, if not 2,000. We're actually, let's go towards 2,000, not 18. I want the big number, 2,000. Um, we jumped on live a little bit while we were doing the Twitch and the Facebook live stream. Yeah. That might be a thing. We don't, I don't know for sure just yet, but that might turn into a thing, even if it just turns out to be maybe just me and Daz or whatever. We'll figure out some fun stuff. But um, that could be a thing that we're going to get into. Uh, other than that, just make sure you stay plugged in for any cool updates that are going down. Yeah. Um, and final reminder. Well, not final reminder. I've only reminded you once on this episode. But final reminder for this week that the Maxis votes is now open. Go to maxwrestling.net slash Maxis to cast your votes. Um, like I said, it's the sixth annual Maxis Awards. Let's go, man. And... Uh, Last couple events, well, it used to be like the last episode of the year. It mm-hmm. is still the last episode of the year this year, but now it's an event. It takes place on a different day. It's on Sunday, New Year's Eve this year. Um, you can vote on everything from match of the year, wrestle of the year, tag team, angle, and, of course, the coveted McMahon Award for wanker of the year. Beautiful. Plus, of course, matches you can vote for as well. Um, TV title, knowledge title, be on the line. Vote closes in three weeks, so get casting. Let's go. And with that said, join us next week. Okay. Um, because we're getting closer to winter is coming. I think. Are we doing predictions for uh, final battle next week? We can. I is mean, they only got week? two matches on the card, but we can. <laughs> I think final battle is next week. Let me just double check on the date for that uh, one. September the. Oh no! Wait, what the fuck? Oh yeah, September's gone. December 10th, so, so yes, we will be predicting final battle next oh, yeah, week. Yeah, um, right. Oh, yeah, Jimmy. All right. All they got um, is two matches, so. Well, hopefully they announce more by next week. Otherwise, it's going to be very short predictions. You know, TK, it'll be like nine for no fucking I mean, reason. Judging by the poster, it's Samoa Joe versus Samoa Joe. Goddamn Samoa Joe. <laughs> He's everywhere, that bastard. Um, also... Tune in next week for my rebuttal surely to what we're about to see from the modern day outlaws. Uh, oh my goddamn birthday episode too. Well, pre-birthday episode. But uh, here we go. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. It's one step, Cypher. Next step is defending. Too true. Too true. MBO for life, baby. Now, Moses, I hate, hate that you cannot be here celebrating with us. But we'll celebrate for you. Cheers, Moses. Now, 
I understand a lot of people are confused by the ending of the triathlon match last week. And you're wondering how Corey became the new TV champion. You may have noticed that at the end of the triathlon, El Jefe picks up the phone. He hears something interesting. But what did he hear? He heard me. He heard Travis the Walker Anderson tell him the motherfucking truth that Cypher is fed up with the jury, fed up with the dragons, the whatever you want to call them now. He is fed up of losing. Quite frankly, he's fed up of me kicking his ass every year. But that's okay. <laughs> it's alright. See, we're brothers. We fight like brothers. There's no hard feelings, no shame in between us, and there's nothing. And because I will go beat his fucking ass in promos or trivia or anything, but then we're gonna go hang out afterwards and go spend time with my kids because he's on the court. <coughs> now, Chad, Dazzy, y'all tried. Y'all tried to build that wedge, dig that grave deeper. But it didn't work. Because you got too distracted on your own dragon shit that you didn't even do anything to help him. Yeah, he got a couple of title shots, but Chad did not give him the last title shot. No, that was Moses. Moses called out Cypher. Moses called out Cypher for a triathlon. Because Moses and I, we know that Corey has what it takes to be a champion and we are baffled that he has never became champion yet now if I'm the champion or Moses is is the champion is Corey gonna win is he gonna beat me or him nah because we're top dogs and we're teaching him how to do the outlaw shit how to get the job done how to cut the promos how to do the trivia and make him a real champion. You see, I have full faith in Corey. So I called Moses. I told him everything that was going down with him and the jury. I told Moses how he was fed up. He's had enough. He's ready to side with us, the modern day outlaw. And Moses heard that. He understood. And he was ready to turn everything into a triad. And see how he did there, or how he did here with trivia, with promos, to see if he could beat Moses. But I told him, I told Moses, we can't do that. We cannot let all of this be aired. So Alexander Rowan deleted the footage, making sure the jury had no clue, no clue at all, that he was going to turn his back and side with us and help me become the new world champion. For three, three years, right? Hey, we have always been on the opposite side of the ring. We have been on opposite sides of whatever faction it may be. We have never teamed together. But that bro brotherly bond is stronger now than ever. And we are dominant together. 
However, Moses does not have enough faith in Corey like I do. He doesn't know Corey like I do. But since F El Jefe is Jefe, he's the boss. He makes the rules. He makes the decisions. He leads the MDO. So what El Jefe says, we do. So, with that being said, this year at the Maxis, we're going to have a TV title match. Trivia style. Corey will go one-on-one -on -one to defend his TV championship against Chad, the fucking lawyer mouth. Corey has unfinished business with Chad. And quite frankly, it's an easy jobber match for Corey. At least I think so. I mean, he's going to take Chad out because he's pissed. You saw, you saw Chad last week looking at all your questions and trivia thinking that those were hard for you. But you snapped and you got every last one of them correct. And he was shocked. He doesn't know what you have to offer. That's why they never did anything for you. But that's why we are here. Because outlaws stay together. And our mission is to in this new era is to teach each and every one of you what it takes to be champion, how to become a champion, and how to stay a champion. And that's what you will have to face. So, I'm going to go finish my beer. He's got some studying to do, but he's not the only one that's got some studying to do. One of the reasons why Moses is not here, he has studying to do as well. Because he's gunning for the Knowledge Championship. He's gunning for Kenny Killer. So Moses can bring home the Knowledge Championship. Then we will be not just the MDO, but we will be the elite of Max Wrestling. So, you better bring that home at the maxi. You better stay with the MDO. Because as long as I am world champion, as long as he's world champion, well, TV champion, you're not, you're not on my level yet. I get Moses, he's the most dominant force that we have in trivia. And he's going to bring home the knowledge championship as well. So, we're gonna go se finish celebrating. Y'all have a great night. Fuck you. Goodbye. See you at the Maxis, chatty boy. Ha <laughs> ha!